You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with Aloni again. Hello, curious fuckers. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And together we're Come Curious. When we're not just fucking around on YouTube and Instagram. Every Thursday, we invite a new guest onto Fucks Given to talk about their best fucks, worst fucks, and the fucks that made them. We also answer your sex questions and read out your sex stories. So stay tuned as we divulge all the delicious details. And come back for seconds. Yeah, yeah. welcome back. <laughs> oh, we're having like a proper catch up today. We were, an actual we catch were, up. Yes. You're, you're our first ever guest on on repeat. Like you're the first ever second invitation. Showing yes, I am. Yeah, honored. you are. I am honoured. You are the original, the first ever episode. You started. You started off fucks given. Oh yes. my gosh! Thank you guys. You always remember your first though, don't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You, you <laughs> got cherry good, baby. <laughs> and, um, yeah, exactly. and we've been you know, on your podcast as well. Yes, Laid you Bear. have. You've been on Lady Bear, and you guys also need to return as well because oh, yeah, it's yeah. always fun, especially when you guys have been part of the live shows as well. It's always yeah. been greater. Yeah. So that well, has you d- to be you discovered done. us. You helped us do our very first live show. Like basically, you're just yeah. you're just our mother. You just oh don't say that. But no, honestly, mama, like um, no nah, man, I enjoy. Like I said, the first time I came on, I enjoy um, you know finding other women who enjoy mm. talking about sex, especially millennials. I feel like there's more of us now. Yeah. But you know, yeah. a couple years ago, there was like it was quite hard. But not that it's a bad thing. But suddenly everyone's talking about sex now, which yeah. is good. It's progress, and I feel like we've all. We've had, done our jobs, basically. We've done our job, exactly. You've got come curious. You guys have a hu- <laughs> really huge YouTube, um, you know, like platform where you guys Yay, have been giving thanks. advice for years. So I feel like you guys have definitely, you know, done your work in terms of being sex positive and giving us the content that we really mm, need. Yeah, you know, because it's it, the sex in well, the sex industry, the sex advice industry should be yeah. like all all collaborative and it is yeah it, you've got like the two sides of it where you're like oh wow there's so many new people popping up and mm-hmm. and there's like um, are we going to be it, what's the competition going to be like but it's Ooh, always it's right. always healthy competition and I it think is. the more yeah. people that talk about sex even if they may may surpass us or, or do great things like that mm-hmm. is that is still a step in the right direction for exactly. all of us exactly so for those of our lovely listeners who don't know you please tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourself yes yeah, oh. so i'm oloni for those who don't know um i'm a sexual um health well-being content creator i'm always changing my name but basically i create <laughs> i create content i just stick to i create content about sex and relationships so if mm-hmm. i'm not tweeting it might be an instagram post or an odd youtube video here and there not well, i'm not heavily on youtube but mostly um twitter and instagram i love to create threads where women share their anonymous experiences yes. with the same or opposite gender when it comes to i don't know like you know um tell me the craziest sex story you've ever been you know been in and they share that with me anonymously and it just basically gives you an insight into the sexuality of women and what we're really yeah. out here doing because i feel like society yeah. I mean, like I said, we are stepping away from that old narrative, but for so long society told us that women weren't supposed to be having sex in a particular way and it was only mm-hmm. for marriage, but it was just like, fuck that. Like, What have been like the craziest threads that you've had recently? Um, I would definitely say, I think 
I think the craziest ones are definitely the STI ones, but it's also a learning (laughs) curve. It's always a learning curve because, (laughs) you know, you have women who are like, yeah, I'm in a relationship. We don't need to wear a condom and we're both loyal. And then they turn around and get an STI and it's just like, hey, you're loyal, Mm. but what's going on with him? And, you know, they might might use, they might try and, it's really sad to be honest, because it goes into the realm of gaslighting because the guy might say something like, Oh, you probably sat on a on a dirty toilet, and it's just like no, no, you, that's a myth. You cannot get STIs you can't from a get toilet STIs seat. From a toilet seat, so I mean, it is sad, but you're also saving people. You're not you're not destroying couples. You're saving people's lives, right? And preventing them from being in miserable fucking relationships for exactly. so long. Basically, like the Batman. Whole... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's true because I actually have my own backhaul, honestly, which is ladies, <laughs> shall we have some fun? So you're not yes, wrong. Yeah. So you're not wrong at all. Fuck number one. The last fuck. Okay, so my last fuck was with my, it was actually with my ex. We were in a car. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this was the same as last time. I feel like last it time was. you were like, it was with my ex. Is this it the was. same ex? Uh, yeah, it was the same ex. It was in a car. I think we uh-huh. just had an argument and um, we had sex. In, and it's been so long. If I tell you the last time I had sex, that was like months ago. Like I'm trying to remember. But I'm just like, oh my gosh, um, yeah, we need to get me laid again. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was, it was, you know, one of those arguments you have and you just have makeup sex. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was that. It's That's really hard to have makeup sex. Like, how, how do you get into? I mean, is this like you have an argument and then you have a cool off period and then you fuck, or is this like you're arguing and then you're fucking while you're arguing? Is this yeah? Like how do you fuck? go from like That's shouting to kissing and fucking? Question. Because I thought this was only something that happened in the movies, like angry yeah. makeup sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, someone definitely started it and continued the narrative throughout movies because it really is a thing. And I think it goes mm. down to, you know, you're arguing, you cool, you cool off. One of you like realizes that you're in the wrong. You're mm. apologizing, you're apologizing. Next thing you know, you're intimate whilst mm. you're apologizing. I'm, so, I'm sorry. so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 You know, more or less, that's what it was because it's always been that. It's always been that case. But probably the only person I've ever argued and had sex with. Because usually, if I ever argue with someone, then I don't want to see you. Or, no, you know, yeah. I want to. I want to block you. I don't. But you usually have a soft spot for. Mm. A particular person so i've that's never had i've never had um like arguing like mad angry sex and i'm kind of like i i want it but i don't want it at the same yeah. time yeah. i can't because I, I hate arguing but the, say, se- the sex sounds hot yeah no it does it does mm. it does as long as it's not toxic which yeah so yeah you have to know you have to know where to draw the line if you're always having sex when you're arg- after you're arguing something's not right that's yeah, not that right sounds, yeah especially that i mean I've, right. I've had friends who have been in abusive relationships and that mm-hmm. has been a form of like arguing mm. and then the sex has been like really rough like and, exactly. and that is too far there's exactly. a difference between like yeah. actually being like okay right i forgive you or let's put this argument to bed and fuck yeah to, yeah I'm, I'm gonna hate fuck you because i'm angry with you which yeah. is a hot concept but in reality I, it's not yeah. yeah i actually feel like it's romanticized quite a lot like in yeah. exactly. exactly so that's why i'm sitting here thinking i want to have like hot makeup sex because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It, it looks it looks like it'd be real fun yeah. yeah no it does but you should never use it as a way to um 
you make know, up. solve, yeah, make yeah, up or solve yeah. an argument. It's not an argument solver because Mm-mm. after you get your nut, you're still going to be like, Angry. I still actually hate this person. Yeah, and yeah. you haven't so, resolved anything. Like nothing's right. like fixed itself. Yeah, it's just, exactly. yeah, you've just had a moment where you've just fucked each other. And that can even like fool you into thinking, wow, that sex was so good. I should still Maybe stay with this Maybe it's meant to be. I think you're the only person that I know who continuously, successfully has sex with their ex. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's like a running theme. What is going it on? It really I is. Know, I know. I think because we were together for so long, because we were together for nearly seven years. Wow. Yeah. So sometimes I think to myself, like, you know, um, when it comes to, I feel like when you're having sex with a new person, it can be very, not daunting, but it's just like, do I have the patience to teach you? Uh-huh. And even if I do teach you, why am I teaching you? Do we have a connection? Is there a spark? You know? Yeah. But like, you know, don't get me wrong. There's been times I've had sex with a, um, a guy before and I didn't even have to teach him. I think the conversation was so hot. We communicated. Yeah. And I said to myself, this is a risk I'm worth. Like, see, that feels that I should take like a risk worth taking. So yeah, because the conversation was so great and I could just tell that this person sounds like they'd be really great in bed. I <laughs> wasn't disappointed when it hey. happened. Ooh. So, you know, but on, on average, when when it comes to just having sex with people, I'm just like, oh, what if they're wrong? What if it's a waste of a yeah. fuck? <laughs> yeah. I so don't like wasting my fucks. <laughs> is this, yeah. is, so when you fuck your ex, is it mainly like times where you're just like, I really need to get laid. Like I just want to like have a, sex. a good fuck. And you oh. know that it's going to be good. Or is it because you kind of start seeing each other again? I think it's a mix of the two. It's either we start talking again and then because I know they know my body so well and we have, yeah. we're very compatible Yeah. when it comes to sex. So I'm just like, yeah, this, I know this is going to be great. So why not? But at the same time, um, yeah, it's definitely because we start talking or we start seeing each other again. And then we're just like, do we? Do we not? Do we? Okay, let's not rush into it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah it's literally if we just start talking again and... Have you been chatting over lockdown? I have. Oh, oh what, with my ex? Oh, with my yeah, ex? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, not really. No, not really. We haven't been talking that much. Okay, that, that's is there, is there a new person? That, do you know what they nearly was but then they ruined it for themselves <gasps> what did they no. do because, right so this is the first time i'm actually saying this because you guys need to tell me if where this is coming from because okay, okay, okay. i haven't even shared this on late best so it's talking to this guy right <laughs> talking to this guy and we were like having banter like we, we've been talking for a couple of weeks now so it was just jokes we we're just laughing 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 and um i love to play ludo don't ask why but it's like <laughs> this new thing now so i remember so we were playing Ludo. He beat me, like, you know, he won the game. Yeah. And then there was just a bit of banter, you know, a, lot, a bit of smack talk, like, oh, you're getting too excited or, oh, we need a rematch. You know, just that type of conversation. I must have said, yeah. oh, you're getting too big for your heels. And then he said boots. And I was just like, nah, heels. And then he was just <laughs> like, I don't play those sort of games. I was just like, um, what? what? That's so weird. Like, you know when things just turn awkward? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just like... Like, kind of like, maybe he was a bit worried about his masculinity. Yes, literally. A hundred percent. That's I don't exactly like, what it I is. I don't like that because no. I'm a very clownish person. Like, my sister refers to my type of banter as very slapstick. I don't know yeah. why. It's a bit <laughs> insulting as well. <laughs> so, I need to be with someone who can... Get your like, humour. 
yeah, get my humor and also throw it back and not mm. look too much into the things that I say. Because mm-hmm. if I'm being silly, I expect you to be silly as well. Yeah, like what you and needed I... is like the heel emoji back and be like, yeah, you're right. Or something fun like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, so weird. when I continued saying that, he was just like, I said, no, I just want to know what's going on because it's a bit awkward and mm-hmm. um, I didn't expect that sort of reaction. And I get sometimes it can be hard to understand people via text. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, he must have said something like, oh, well, if you were to get your mom, I mean, your brother or your dad a pair of heels, what would they say? And I said, yeah, but they you're would- not- yeah. And I said, they would laugh. Yeah. Now, why do you find this? So for me, I just said, okay, you've got issues with your masculinity. I don't need that. This toxic masculinity thing that you're putting on is not for me. I'm not that type of person. I need Mm -hmm. someone who's not going to look deep into stupid jokes. I've got lots of male friends. Red flag. Red flag. Red Red flag. 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 (laughs) I'm waving it right now for those who can't see me. So I was just like, yeah, this is enough. And um, he tried to like make, make it cheesy and funny again like he tried to be like no i'm mm. only joking or i'm, I'm oh, laughing as well. yeah. i was just like no, no. you ruined it yeah. you ruined it my vagina's dry it's gone yeah, yeah. it's gone i was just like if this no it's not gonna work because you're giving me like weird vibes right now so yeah, i exed yeah. I that out as yeah you a red flag I'm exactly you have to go with your gut as well and if you know yeah. that that was a wrong thing a wrong move then yeah. out yeah no, no second chances i want your listeners to also tell me as well if i was if i was like if i was in the wrong because sometimes i'm just like am i mad am i the crazy person like yeah is this not a bit weird yeah it's tweet. really hard though because like i feel like still the rest of the world especially with this idea of toxic masculinity mm-hmm. a lot of straight women would not be like wouldn't even play with the idea of men in heels yeah they they might react the same way but i do feel like the people that listen to this podcast and us being in quite like an open sexual space Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. quite forward thinking and the idea of guys in heels are not even just like a fun joke but also sexy and hot Mm -hmm. and we've grown Mm -hmm. up with like drag race and the idea of that isn't terrifying and you know if i I wouldn't necessarily say that my boyfriend Thomas would be up for going in heels, but he wouldn't like be <laughs> react like that. Yeah, he yeah. Would, yeah. But it was also literally just a joke. It, it was, was yeah. like it was, it was joke. <laughs> you weren't you weren't saying I'm gonna get you some heels and you're gonna yeah. put them on. Yeah. Yeah. It was literally just <laughs> you're getting too want. big for your heels. <laughs> yeah, that was it. It was literally a play on of you're getting too big for your boots. And I'm yeah. saying, you know, like I'm. Do you know what I mean? Like it was me yeah. just joking around about being the dominating one. Like nope, you're getting too big for your heels. Yeah. Why did you make this an awkward thing? You know. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Bless him. Well, hopefully, hopefully he'll learn. Hopefully, this is a learning curve. Who will learn? Yeah. Dealing with me no more. (laughs) (laughs) So, so we're gonna skip out the first time because Aloni already answered that in our first ever podcast. So, if you want to hear that. At number one. Literally go to number one. <laughs> Which is <laughs> a long the, scroll down. The <laughs> easiest one to find at yeah. the bottom. Fuck three. The best fuck. Best. Is there a new best fuck? A new best fuck? I don't think I've had a new best <gasps> fuck. I did have... um amazing sex when i was away on holiday though Ooh, I tell, us. tell us about holiday sex. so it was really it was like i went to this festival um last year and i just met this guy we started talking conversation was great i was probably like you know off my face in terms of like i was i was high during the day and maybe tipsy you know like afterwards so it was great 
we went back yeah. to because all our hotels were close to each other so he, he came with a couple of my friends mm-hmm. and but I know I didn't know him anyway we started talking 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 on the balcony we just started talking about sex I don't know what it was and usually <laughs> when guys talk to me about sex especially guys I do not know I don't feel comfortable because I usually assume in my head, oh, you think that because I talk about sex for a living, yeah. that means I'm willing to talk to you. Yeah. Do you, do you get what I mean? And, yes. you know, there might be women who are like that, but for me, I'd rather get to know you first and see if I feel comfortable even crossing that type of like barrier with you because, you know, talking about sex firsthand shouldn't um, shouldn't be it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... Um, we then um, started talking um, and I felt comfortable talking to him about sex, which wasn't a normal... T- I think it was because I was attracted to him as well. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that does so help. I feel like- <laughs> it, it really does. It helps I mean, a little call bit. Me old, call me old-fashioned, but, you know, <laughs> once you, if you are attracted to someone, <laughs> you don't really mind if certain boundaries are crossed. No, because you're so, like, I would do anything. Definitely not, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. know, I feel like, I don't know, when you meet someone, you can tell if you tuck their dick or not. So mm-hmm. I think after <laughs> yeah. we started, because I was yeah. attracted to him, I was thinking to myself, yeah, I probably would suck your dick. Yeah, so <laughs> I didn't so even think about sex. You one. Yeah, we could talk about sex, but I honestly didn't think we were going to have sex. Mm-hmm. And then I remember I said, we're not fucking tonight, you know, so just get that out of your mind. And then next thing I knew, I said, let's go talk. No, he actually proposed it. He was just like, let's go Let's go back to your hotel, like, you know, because you're two doors down. We were, And I was just like, why? It's the exact same as this hotel. The balcony's here. Why yeah. do you need to go to mine? Mm-hmm. But I said, do you know what? It's getting a bit packed in here. Let's go back to my hotel. Mm-hmm. So we went privacy. back to my hotel for some privacy. We popped a bottle. We started talking. And then I was just like, fuck it, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like having that internal battle. Like, he knew. should I, shouldn't I? And he I was knew like, it was oh going to happen. God. I was just like, oh my God, you're so terrible. You're having, this is the first time you've ever had sex with holiday, on holiday with someone you've just met. <laughs> Wait, why is great. that terrible? Because I don't know, because I'm just thinking to myself, first of all, there was no protection. Oh yeah, that's uh... pretty, <laughs> that's not so smart. <laughs> that's not smart at all, do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, this is so bad, right? So. Especially because so we're bad, like, we're so supposed bad. to be preaching safe I'm sex. Always, I'm always <laughs> preaching safe sex as well. Uh, and so. then, uh, I mean, we're human, we fuck up. We, yeah, yeah, but I feel like, I feel like everything was practically full play, but I, I did not know it was full place. So from talking about sex when we were in his hotel yeah. on the balcony, we were mm-hmm. talking about sex and it wasn't even in a, like, oh, what are you into? We were just talking about like, you know, how some people are unaware of what bad sex feels like. Like we were quite, it felt like a podcast. I kept telling him like, I wish I was recording this conversation. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, do you know what I mean? It was like a really, really good conversation about sex. Yeah. But when I look back, I'm just like, oh my God, that was actually foreplay without yeah. realizing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to di- differentiate between that because we can talk about sex with the opposite gender, with the same gender, and mm-hmm. it should be, it shouldn't be an invitation to sex. Of but course, it, it of But course. it depends on how that conversation goes. Like I've I've chatted to, I was in, a, in an interview before talking about sex and what I want to do. And in the interview, the guy tried to kiss me. Oh and I was God. like, whoa, holy fucking shit. And it, it must have been to him. He must have thought that that was like a foreplay, like a open invitation of, yeah. hey, we're talking about sex. But yeah, you're right. It's not always, in, it's not always in an invitation unless mm. you directly say, kiss mm. me or put your penis inside me. So 
I definitely yeah. gave him an invitation, which was come to the room. Let's yeah. do this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was Football. very clear. I was yeah. very clear with my consent and he knew what was up. Yeah, but you know, true. at first, and it wasn't, there was no, of course there was no pressure on his ends. Like mm-hmm. even when I said, we're not having sex, he just, yeah. you know, he left it. He never said anything like, oh, like, you know, there was none of that. <laughs> yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was, let's just continue having this conversation. Let's continue yeah. drinking and having fun and smoking and whatever. And, and then, then did you just start making out? What, Do you know what? Like, We've already kissed prior. We oh. like we kissed when we were on our way to the hotel. Ooh. So, but it was just that. And then when we when we got back to the hotel, I guess yeah, one thing led to another, and it was, it was good. <laughs> like messy high sex. Sometimes messy it's the best kind. Sex, yeah. Why why was it so amazing with him? I like because what was I he was doing? high and it was new. And uh... doing. <laughs> because I was high. <laughs> uh, that, that was it. That was it. That was the only <laughs> Um, but no, on the real, I think it was mostly because he understood through the conversation of what we were talking mm. about. He understood like what I, you know, what I was talking about when I was talking about like what bad sex is and what makes yeah. good sex great. So I right. guess because he listened to that conversation prior, oh. he knew what to do in the bedroom. Oh, so good. So that's like, good for you. That is a really, really good tactic. Yeah. talking yeah. about that before because then he really gets all the insight and he he gets to know like he, he's like okay i know what not to do mm-hmm. right and I, and I know what to do now mm-hmm. so obviously you're gonna have like an amazing experience because you were communicating from the get-go it, absolutely yeah. which oh, yeah. which should happen with you know yeah. all sexual partners you know yeah. and even if you don't get the chance to do it before do yeah. it during sex as well exactly um, because that doesn't usually yeah. happen on a one-night stand as well Yep, it was it was good. It was good. But right now lockdown <laughs> has me by the throat because <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen Dick in what feels like months and I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you need to get some dick. I do. I do. Yeah. Are you guys getting laid? Yeah. I mean, Reed, I know you're probably still getting laid. Oh, RIP my sex life. No. Oh, I I love my boy <laughs> to pieces, but I think lockdown, I mean his libido is much lower than mine anyway. Um and I I've, I've had this twice now. Two of my single friends have been talking about how much dick like how much they want to have sex and I'm like, "Yeah, me too." And they're like, "You can't talk. You've got a boyfriend." And I'm like, "Hey, that's a really unfair assumption to make because mm-hmm. yeah. you have no idea what our sex life is like." It, yeah. If not, it's even worse for me because I do have the option to have dick on tap and I don't get none. Um, obviously not I'm not shaming him. Um yeah. it's definitely our sex life that that has sort of definitely cascaded down and we, we just don't have the same passion as we did before. Like we mm-hmm. we've been together six and a half years coming up to seven. So it's it's mm. the same thing and we're also in each other's pockets all the time we don't have time to say. miss each other. We need yeah. that. I need to go and stay around friends houses. I need to be able to go and like fuck other people and he needs that option too so yeah unfortunately no like no lockdown's done the opposite yeah yeah i mean that's interesting though that's actually very interesting insight because for many it's yeah it's it's that it's people assuming that because you're with your partner it must be but it's just like okay that's great but what is our libido like um yeah. is it is it low is it high and it's very possible for it to be low i think guys are yeah. usually it's what they, they're usually seen as having this extremely high libido and 
never wanting to say no to sex but that's so oh, untrue absolute bullshit it's a it's a bad stereotype and i was caught up in that stereotype yeah. for so yeah. many years yeah me too almost like i want to say coercing because that's such mm-hmm. a harsh word but you know putting pressure on my partner like why mm-hmm. are we not having sex why do you not want to mm-hmm. have sex with me and mm-hmm. and and am i fat am i ugly what yeah. is it <laughs> <laughs> is my vagina not tight anymore <laughs> all that bullshit and it's mm-hmm. not the case it's just he's just not a very horny person and yeah. I, I have to accept that and that's completely fine fuck number four the worst fuck yes I'm trying to think one of the worst times I've had sex is probably been when I went back to a guy who was not great <laughs> why um, do we do that to ourselves i don't know i think it's still being you know again also being caught up in that i don't want to increase the number of people i've slept with so this was obviously when i was younger and i changed yeah. my, my, my thinking because now nobody can tell me shit but yeah. you know but then it was more to do with you know i've already slept with this person they're available yeah. they're the only one who aren't in a relationship mm-hmm. <laughs> you know let's go back and see how this this turns out and it was horrible i said why do you why did you do this to yourself and it wasn't just like i went back once i went back twice oh so I was, yes and i stayed You're like maybe it would be better this time yeah and i thought because his, like he, he had a huge penis like it was visually appealing so mm-hmm. i was just like that was the only pro but the major con was that he was shit in bed. <laughs> now, that con should really override the pro. Yeah. But he didn't. Yeah. No, but it's... I know better now. And yeah. I call that gross. Yeah, it's our, <laughs> immature, <laughs> it's our immature brains. We like kind of need to do that to learn and to be like, okay, no, never again. That is the thing. We need to make those harsh mistakes. Yeah. And, do, mm-hmm. and have those worst sex education, sex educations, sex situations. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we can be like, no, I'm I, like, I know my worth. I know what yeah. I want now. Is, and as soon mm-hmm. as you see one red flag, you're like, fucking see ya. Yeah, bye. it is kind of crazy. Like we do, we have to have mistakes. We do have to have bad experience to have good, the good sex that we have mm-hmm. now. Like we wouldn't be having the good communicative sex we have now if we didn't have all those shit situations before. Like, how would we have known? Absolutely. How would we have known? Because we didn't have like when we were growing up, we didn't have podcasts like this. We didn't have people talking about mm-hmm. it. Like, we had to learn like firsthand, like what sex really was, and that meant having a lot of bad sex. It's true. <laughs> no, definitely. I feel like if you have like the type of sex that you know you don't want in the future, it's best to sometimes it's best to come across it so you know what you want in the future. Yeah. You might be someone who doesn't like a certain sex position or, mm-hmm. you know, you might not. There's some girls I know who don't even like having their pussies eaten. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Really? So I, find, I still find that really wild. I mean, I'm just like, really? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't not like having my pussy eaten. I've just fallen out of love with it. Really? It takes me too long I to come see. and I get too in my head. So it's not anything on the other person. It's, it's my own personal yeah. issue. It's I can't get into it. Yeah. And but that's what, completely fine. What about if it's foreplay and you don't have to come from it? Um, foreplay and you don't have to come for it. So when you mean just like foreplay for foreplay and yeah. then get into sex, yeah, yeah that, that's great as well. I think there's so much magic in foreplay. We don't talk about it enough. Oh, yeah. And mm. sometimes I feel like, sometimes I genuinely feel like foreplay can be better than sex. There's particular yeah, foreplay be. when like when you're mutually like masturbating and you're just looking at each other like I've got this live view of this guy stroking his dick in front of me. Like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm about to lose my shit. Yeah. You know? It, sometimes it's better than me getting in an awkward position for you to fuck me. And it's just like, no, I just want to rest. I just want to relax yeah, and watch you please yourself. Take yeah. and just, in. 
Yes, and there's been times, you know, where you're just like wanking each other off and you're just, oh, I'm getting, guys, I'm getting horny thinking Wait. about it. I haven't had sex in ages. See, that's like, all we ever want from our podcast episodes is to bring the horniness. That's the yeah. I'm getting flashbacks, literal flashbacks. Mm. But yeah, you know, when you're just watching each other, like foreplay in itself can be so beautiful, so beautiful. than the actual sex because you know, we only see sex sometimes. We see sex in like, um, mm. I don't know if we look at porn, it's just, how many times have you skipped foreplay in porn and just gone straight to the thumping? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I've done that so many times. Yeah, yeah, so all, the time. <laughs> all the time. All the time. I don't know if you're, uh, I don't know, I feel like a, a, a male stereotype at the moment because all I think about at the moment is penetrative sex and hard really? penetrative sex. That's all I'm fantasizing about. And mm-hmm. it's like really, I don't know why, what's happened or why that's happened. Or maybe it's because I can finally have like yeah. uh, multiple G-sport orgasms. That's all I can think about. And I want the power mm. and... Um, yeah. Well, sorry, the, the the lack of power. I just want to be fucked into. Like, I don't want any of that foreplay. I want to yeah. just be mm-hmm. held down and fucked. I um, was. That's the. Fantasy, so, are you like a though, sub? Right? Are you were you more of a sub in bed then? At the moment, one hundred percent. Yeah. At the moment, when it comes to being with a man, yeah, uh, like that is my ultimate fantasy. It's different with different genders and different mm-hmm. people as well, but mm-hmm. that's that's all I think about right now is like really, really violent, filthy. Probably borderline well, illegal sex. You. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I get you. Honestly, I feel like I can only get to that place when I'm having sex with someone I'm super comfortable. Yeah, comfortable, comfortable yes. with. Yeah, like super. Because yeah. I, there's some been some times I've actually said some crazy shit to guys in bed, and then they look at me like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's a witch honestly like she's trying to make me catch a case I'm oh, like, yeah, <laughs> shit, yeah. I don't know with penetrative sex with me what I was going to say was like I don't mind if sex starts just with penetration but I it never lasts long enough for me to actually come or anything yeah. like yeah. if it just goes straight into penetration which is why like it's so nice to have foreplay mm-hmm. because it makes the sex like elongate like out way more yeah yeah mm. yeah i think it that does really depend on stamina of, of both yeah. parties really and yeah I, I don't want to put all the pressure on male stamina but that is it, it is unfortunately such a plays a big part in female pleasure female penetrative pleasure you need to mm. have stamina you can't you can't just fuck me for five minutes and be like you done like you don't, have you come yet? yeah no. or if they come they have to like do something for you afterwards yeah yeah, yeah at least course, or at least offer course. you know you might be too yeah. tired and done it's true no so i'm not even a, like too fussed i am fussed but then at the same time if a guy comes before me and he can't really go again just yet Mm. and i felt like i was just about to come what i like what i'm more than likely to do is like get my toy out and yeah i want him to still play with my body like play with different parts of my body yeah Yeah. until i reach my orgasm yeah then i'm just like okay that was great thank you yeah or just (laughs) they can use their fingers whilst you use a toy in your clit and like yes Exactly. Actually, that that has happened yeah. recently when when Thomas and I have had sex. Uh, yeah, he pulls out, he comes on my back, and I continue <laughs> finishing myself off because I haven't come yet. Because yeah. like the idea of him coming on my back is really hot. Yeah, because I uh... I really enjoy being used as like a human cum rag at the moment. It's really hot. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, he's just come all over me. It's turning cold. And that makes me cum. Oh, oh my god. No, Reed is saying a lot of things I say during sex. Like, yeah. Come rag. Yeah. Guys, and some of the guys, they probably like, they're like, what? What? <laughs> what the hell are you Excuse saying? me, what? You don't want me to just say I love you and you're beautiful? <laughs> I know. Right, exactly. Fuck number five. The fuck that made me. 
life-changing fuck. I don't think I've ever had a life-changing fuck. I feel like <gasps> any- have it. Yeah, I don't mm. think so. And I'm scared if I ever do have one because it could, might turn me crazy. But I feel like <laughs> if like, when it comes to being intimate with someone, I think the only life-changing experiences that I do have is that I'm learning more about myself. So I feel yeah. like that's life-changing to me. Yeah. So if I'm sleeping with someone and I, you know, there might be a new experience I've had with them and I'm just like oh I really like this or I'm really into this or I never Mm. I've never tried this before so I enjoy learning more about my body um with someone as well as on my own as well so those are my life-changing fucks like what things even the bad scenarios um so I realized so for example just the way Reed was you know she was dirty talking there (laughs) I really enjoy like nasty shit being said to me during bed nasty yeah like really nasty shit like not your average you know as you mentioned read like i love you or whatever like i really (laughs) really enjoy like being degraded in the bedroom when i'm comfortable and i've given you that signal yeah i'm fine with it and i don't think that was something i was into when i first started having sex so um that'll be from being super comfortable with yourself now yeah like knowing that knowing that those words Mm -hmm. aren't true they're just Mm -hmm. something that gets you off in the moment yeah oh who knows Mm. maybe it is true who knows maybe i am a human (laughs) comrade (laughs) i just want to be this is my life goal i just want to be a human comrade that's all i ever want in life stop that just sounds so good like full-on bukkake session which we can't fucking do anymore because of covid oh yeah sex parties and it's just gonna all change Uh, it really is i'm telling you like you know you might go to your one night stand's house with a mask around your face oh my god yeah it'll be like we can only fuck doggy like fuck away from me we'll never kiss exactly no. oh my god did you just cough or grunt what was that what was that <laughs> did you need go? to be clear uh, immediately shower afterwards <laughs> right exactly. scrub everywhere yeah fuck oh, brutal this is i mean covid is the life-changing fuck right it's fucked it as is hard. it is it really has i like to be wind and dine before i get fucked but jesus yeah you have to think really long and hard like do they look ill do they no. look yeah. Are you, is there temp- right? their forehead? Is there temperature? Oh yeah, maybe that should really be warm. a new common practice before like having sex with a new partner. You just take their pr- temperature. Oh my god! Oh my god! Anally as well. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Yes, that is. That's I like that. You have to because basically, then you could just like go out and have a one night stand, but you just be like, okay, first, just gonna take your temperature. Yeah. Do you want to put your tongue out, please, put for me? Okay. Out. Yeah. Uh, this could be, uh, be right. kind of hot, like doctor, nurse. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like, oh, oh yeah, some. She's a nurse. Oh my god, play. Play. I'm telling you, yes, the role play and the role play. Yep, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. done nurses. Have you guys ever done nurses? Florence, you give me nurse not, vibes. Like I've done I, it on webcam, but not like in real life. I I kind of had like one role play ish like doctor nurse scenario Ooh. thing that I played out with and with my ex, but like yeah. it was it wasn't really like properly done. Like I've never mm. really properly done role play, but I've been talking about doing like a role play scenario with my current sexual partner, and mm. um, at, we we were doing like a bit of a test the the other day where we were just sort of like okay let's try and get into like how this is gonna work like improv. And we were mm-hmm. coming up with this like Western kind of theme playing like loads of red, because <laughs> I've been playing like loads of Red Dead Redemption and I've had like a thing for like cowboys and the Wild yeah, West for baby. ages. Yeah. So we were, so we were practicing and it was just kind of hilarious. Like we were just laughing like loads and like trying to get into these characters, but it's quite exciting, like trying something new and like being with someone that you feel like you can be that vulnerable and stupid with. 
Yeah. yeah. It's, but it's role play is fucking hard. Really right. hard. It's, it's literally improv. It is literally like, yeah. like, you know, you're acting without a script. You're trying. And on top of that, you're getting horny at the same time. And your mind yeah. goes blank anyway. Yeah. And you're yeah. just like, oh, like, oh, tell me that you want this. And you're like, tell you what? Like, what? <laughs> say that again. You just have no idea what you're saying. My mind goes blank if I'm like in extreme I pleasure. I know. I had, a, I had a sexual partner who always wanted me to say dirty things. But I was all mm. out of dirty shit to say. And yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> what do you want from I don't know what else I'm actually out of like dirty vocabulary yeah yeah, oh, yeah. it's hard yeah. and it needs you need it practice is. as well like there's no mm-hmm. harm in yes as much as we do shit all over porn they are very good at dirty talk because it is all mm. like acting and and they, they have a script to read off or at least a sort of brief outline so porn is a very good tool a resource oh, for definitely. dirty talk yeah absolutely, absolutely. what's your favorite role play Oh, my favorite role play. I think, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I've definitely <laughs> said it on Lady Bear. So I've done a nun. Oh, yes, yeah. I love a nun and vicar shit. Oh, my days. <laughs> and I've done a schoolgirl as well. Oh, schoolgirl um, all day, every yeah. day. I feel like this, but that one gets a bit of heat. I've seen people like yeah. say that that is a bit, mm. and I'm just like, not really. Because but why? Why, is, why would rape role play be acceptable, but not a schoolgirl and a, and a teacher? Because it's yeah. fucking role play. Like it's, it's it's a fantasy. It's, it's and like, everyone's consent. Like everyone's consenting. Yeah. Like it's acting, but everyone mm-hmm. is like consenting adults, and you can still be eighteen and a schoolgirl. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And be 16. like a full uniform. Exactly. Yeah. You can be a whole know- fucking nun. Right. Exactly. So the schoolgirl one hard. is that is a bit problematic, and yeah, it can and so be, is the yeah. nun one. It but can be problematic. It but does cause discussion. Whatever I do in my spare time that is consent consensual mm-hmm. is no one else's business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You guys are, I'm just being honest and sharing that. So yeah. if anyone ever does find this problematic, I'll ignore you. But, I, bring it <laughs> but I, I completely agree. And I, I, you know, I could go to extremes to say like, say sadomasochism, which is an extreme form of pain and, and BDSM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and we're talking like. Let, let's say like needle play knife play mm-hmm. cutting play mm-hmm. stuff that i wouldn't necessarily enjoy but if there are two consenting adults and there's communication all the way through i see no problem within that there's yeah. loads of fe- don't you think there's loads of fetishes and like fantasies that you have that you actually wouldn't want in real life but you just like talking about oh them? yeah definitely yeah. i would never want particular fetishes like experienced in my day-to-day life yeah but when i'm comfortable with a safe word or a safe action and you know we've built that trust in a relationship, whether it be romantically or sexually. Yeah, there's certain things I don't mind, but it, you know, I still feel like there's so many fetishes that are, um, I guess, you know, just given the bad, I don't know, just not seen as the norm, so people don't talk mm. about it. Because I feel like yeah. I've had past partners who would never tell me their deepest fetishes because yeah. they feel like they might get judged or they might be looked yeah. at funny. Yeah. And I'm just like, with everything I do, like, come on, I'm the last person to judge you. But <laughs> yeah. then I don't want them to also say something crazy like, yeah, I want you to chop my dick off and eat it. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, keep that to yourself. That's You're like, I'm okay, doing. cool. Well, thanks, thanks for sharing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not about I'm to not, do yeah. not going to be able to forget that you said that either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't unhear it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, so it's, it is interesting. But as long mm. as we like normalize that mm. there are fetishes that you know as long as it's two consenting adults yeah and you've had that conversation whatever you do in your private time yeah it's fine for fuck's sake 
This week's sex question is, I was wondering if you could give me some advice on sex anxiety as I can't find much anywhere about it, I guess. Um, I've been with my boyfriend for nearly two years, but lately we seem to have hit a road bump and both get nervous to make the first move. I feel like it's almost expected that guys have to make the first move, but does a girl? Question mark. Hmm. When he first, when he makes the first move, there's a lot of joking involved, which doesn't always turn me on massively. So I'm really stuck. Please help. Okay, so she doesn't like the type of banter that leads into sex. She just yeah. wants it. To, it sounds like she wants it to be like a bit sexy and sexy. steamy. Yeah, I just want to yeah. take Romantic. you. Have you? But she, but she's got sex anxiety, so she doesn't want him to make them always make the first move, right? Yeah, it sounds like she kind of is intrigued about making the first move herself in a way, mm. but she also wants. I think there's a. I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of a strange situation. I feel like they she wants both of them be, to be able to make the first move, and it sounds like both of them have sex anxiety, which is why he then makes a joke out of it. Oh, I see. I see. But she doesn't yeah. like the jokes. I mean, <laughs> going into sex when you when you've sort of like already built that awkward phase is tricky. It's one of those mm-hmm. where you're gonna have to do something and test boundaries and and make mistakes and learn new things to be able to get past that otherwise Mm -hmm. it's going to end up snowballing and and potentially getting worse Mm -hmm. i mean what one of the best tricks is if like it's always sick when a a woman makes a move like that's beautiful if if it's it's just always sexy when somebody makes the first move because they're Mm -hmm. like i want you i want to do this to you um Mm. what you can say if you're worried about the whole banter thing is just say like okay you be quiet and you're just gonna have to take what i'm gonna give you and do Mm. something sexy like go down to a blowjob like you don't say anything and then if that moves into sex organically then go for it like there is definitely something very empowering about making the first move and being Mm -hmm. like no i'm horny i want to have sex now rather than hoping that they're mind reading and that they're picking up on your probably not so subtle hints but they're Mm. not seeing it anyway and being like "Hmm, i'm so horny please fuck me but really they just got no fucking clue Mm. yeah no i agree i i would definitely say um you have to have a discussion before and just say do you know what i want to mix things up like i want to I want to switch it up yes. um, of how we, you know, get into having sex. Mm-hmm. And, you know, initiating sex um, as a woman, I definitely think is definitely hot and beautiful as well. I think yeah. um, for so long, again, you know, we're told that we're not allowed to take control, but you can. I mean, this is your partner. Um, initiate sex however you, you, you know, the way you would want him to initiate sex with you. So kind yeah. of be a reflection of how you want to be seduced or how you want sex initiated. Um, and it could be anything from just touching from to kissing. I think kissing, you know, is a good way to initiate sex with someone yeah. you're romantically 100%. Or, you know, involved in. And, you know, from kissing goes to touching from touching turns into being bent over backwards and being penetrated really hard. so you know <laughs> i'm joking there's a lot that happens in between of course but um yeah that's what i would say yeah and i think also like communicating is always the best for anxiety on all levels yeah. like you need to talk about it if you're feeling anxious talk about it maybe not in the sexual situation talk about it beforehand mm-hmm. and just say like these are some things i've been feeling and like maybe come up with some ideas like together about like how you lead into sex next time mm-hmm. and um 
also try not to put like the pressure on yourselves to like have this like sexy way to lead into sex because Mm -hmm. sex is not always like that sex is not Mm -hmm. always like a porn scene it's not always like what you see on the movies like sometimes sex can be clumsy awkward and stupid (laughs) and yeah and then i think like i i think like what you were saying like kissing is like the easiest way to get into sex especially if you're both nervous because you can like basically just really get into the making out and then the making out that you start kissing down the neck or whatever and then like just start touching each other Mm. and that's like and then that's just sort of and then sex kind of just really easily kind of happens after that fucking hell this week's sex story is I bought my first dildo a few weeks ago after my sort of boyfriend of three years, we're a complex case, suggested it to me since we're both in lockdown. Even worse, I'm in the shielding category. Mm-hmm. Oh, I tried shit. it when I first arrived and it didn't go well. It just didn't feel right or good or real and I sort of gave up on it. My my boyfriend said that it was probably just bigger than I'm used to, lol. It's not massive. <laughs> <laughs> and and was trying to encourage me to get it out and show him, but I didn't. Fast forward a few weeks, I decided to try it out again after just getting out the bath. We've had a lot of success. I think the dildo is now my friend and my boyfriend has been left some sneaky snaps to open when he finishes work, which I know he is going to love. Mm. We've not seen each other since the 14th of March, but I'm but I'm quite happy that he purchased me persuaded me to buy it now god i can't read um i'm loving this question and it also sounds like she's really recognized that she's gone like a complete 180 on the dildo or vibrator mm. situation where i've done it before where i've bought a toy and i've been like nah and then i've gone back to it after a few weeks or maybe yeah. even months and been like why did i ever not like this this is fucking amazing yeah i think no, also sex toys can take a while to get used to sometimes especially yeah. if it's your first ever if one it's your first. and and dildos are quite a tricky one as well yeah because it's it's hard to know really like how to use it on yourself because you don't like especially don't have that angle yeah Yeah. like need lube especially if it's a dildo and like yeah yeah, sometimes it can really mimic a partner but you never it's never going to be the real thing yeah it's it's just supposed to enhance your masturbation it's not going to replace your partner yeah it's not meant to replace as well it's supposed to complement is what i always compliment yeah Yeah. such a beautiful phrase i'm not a fan of dildos i feel like when when you know what toys you like it's great i mean it's always great to test out what else is out there but yeah. I feel like that's all part of like knowing your body as well and understanding your body mm. through going through that journey. Because there's yeah. certain toys that I know just by looking at it, I'm just like, I'm not going to like that because yeah. I've had something similar before or I just know that mm-hmm. all this fancy technique that they've probably tried to yeah. give it is just not going to be for me. But toys that, you know, for example, like concentrate on your clit. Mm. those are a bit of me so oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. do you know what I mean because I'm just like that is what makes me um climax but when mm-hmm. it comes to all the dildos I'm just like I have no interest in rabbits no interest unless it's rabbit ears then yeah yeah but I think it's always good because every girl is different like what I might like I mean I'm you two might not be able to like well maybe you do and do you know what I mean and that's all good mm. but I I always smile really hard when I find out a girl who probably hasn't really used a toy like that before comes across something she really enjoys. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, yes, now you're in the club. Like <laughs> Yes, come sit with us. You can sit yeah. with us. 
So unfortunately, it is time for us to fuck off. Oh, this has no. been so fun. I'm so glad that we had you over. I know. Have you had you over? I love that. Like, had you round for tea? Have you round for like a little clip clip session? It's been an absolute pleasure catching up. And yeah, please. Please, if you haven't listened to Lonnie's first episode, mm. our first ever episode we ever did for Fucks Given, do check it out because, like, I feel like what that was like two years ago. So we've yeah. sort of matured yeah. and grown since then. Oh maybe, my goodness, no, maybe a true. year and a half. It's true, that's a long true. time You're ago. Right, it has been a long time. Yes, it mm-hmm. has. And okay. See the difference. <laughs> Please tell our curious fuckers where they can find you, Olani. Yes. Um. So find me on all socials at Olani and check out Laid Bear Podcast as well. Yeah, the podcast is so awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you, you need it. You need to listen. It's like extra good, juicy sexness. It's just all good. <laughs> Thank you so much. If you much. need metal. But yes, I've had fun here. So thank you for having me. So much again. fun. Thanks. Please, everyone, remember to leave us a rating, a review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. We love leave it, le- leaving, reading. Why can't... <laughs> I cannot <laughs> talk. This week, I've just been not being able to talk at That's all. lockdown lips. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, leave us some nice comments and stuff because we love to read them. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, baby. <laughs> as well as share this podcast with anyone who, who you think will benefit from <laughs> No, you're doing it. Fuck me. Who do you think would benefit from talking about sex and about masturbation, anything like that, as well as follow us on Instagram, come curious, C-O-M-E curious, and our personals at Reed Amber X and Florence Bark. And you will hear us next week. Yeah, baby. Goodbye, curious fuckers. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs)